0: Welcome back to the Coach Emery Show, a.k.a. The Emery Show. I'm your host, Coach Emory, a.k.a. Emory McMillan. And today I have with me one of my good friends, a super dope individual, an author, a 10-time author, um, a holistic nutritionist, uh, what aren't you? Um, <laughs> on top of that, got a nine to five and does all this stuff as well. But I'm gonna let her introduce yourself. This is Kathleen Nicole. Um, and I'm gonna let her introduce yourself and then I'm gonna jump up with a bunch of questions like I always do.
1: Okay. So I have been watching some of your show and I've been on previous podcasts and I know you always start off and say, introduce yourself. And it's so weird when people be like, tell me about yourself. And I was like, oh my God, what do I say? Where do I start? So I was thinking about it ahead of time. And I was like, you know what, how I'm going to introduce myself is I am the Hope and Dream of the Slave, and I Am My Ancestor's Wildest Dream.
0: Well, I mean, you can, you don't have to end the show like that. We just started. <laughs> like, wow, okay, fine. You know what? And the award for the best intro <laughs> goes to, you know what? I love that. I love that. And I'm glad you talked about that because before the show, I told you we're going to go deep this time. So I appreciate that. Now, Tell them what you do professionally.
1: Okay. Yep. Then well. I was going to get into that. So, okay.
0: <laughs> I like that, though.
1: As you mentioned, I am a 10-time author.
0: How many times? My 10. Uh-huh.
1: And my most recent book became an Amazon number one bestseller in two categories, a number one new release in one category, and... I'm a certified holistic nutritionist, a nutrition and wellness consultant, a vaginal steam practitioner, a Yin yoga instructor, a death and mourning doula, and then most recently a certified book publisher. And so that's every; those are my titles. Those are my, you know, qualifications, certifications. But I'm just so committed to. Healing and growth, and showing other Black women, especially how to heal, how to transform into the best possible version of themselves and really experience the beauty and joy of optimal health.
0: Wow. Wow. So, that's you said a lot of things that you are. And because I know you, right? I have to call you Mm -hmm. out because she didn't mention that she's also like a, a, like, I forgot the word, the phrase for it, but fasting, like what are you like? A- oh,
1: yes. I, I thought about that in my head. So I'm an intermittent fasting expert. Okay. Expert. I am the guru when it comes to intermittent fasting. So Tell them how many fasting. days
0: you've been fasting.
1: Okay. I didn't even look at my days today, but I've been intermittent fasting. I started year five on July 24th. So that's over... Close to fifteen hundred days of intermittent fasting, well over twenty six thousand hours. So, wow. any and everything. And okay, we'll we'll talk about it later. But I have a free gift for all your viewers related to fasting and related to healing. So remind me before I will. we end that just a special gift for your viewers only
0: oh wow see now I feel special <laughs> you're trying to show out today all right so <laughs> I definitely appreciate that um so this is this is one of the most amazing um people that I've met and I know I say that about people but there's a lot of them, right? But she's one of them. And she's one of the most amazing people that I met. I met her, we were speaking at an event together. Um, Emmanuel Kulu had a book release um, at the library in Buffalo, New York. And we were both speaking. And when she was talking about fasting, she was like, I've been fasting for, I think at the time it was like, what was it like a thousand days or something like that? Something like some random number of days. And I'm like, how do you not eat for all those days? I didn't know anything about fasting. I'm like, wait, you didn't eat for you look great for not eating for a thousand days. <laughs> I didn't understand the concept. And then when she did her presentation, she explained that it's not about you know not eating at all, it's the uh, you know, the time frame in which you eat and allow yourself to go into a non non-feeding uh time frame. So what I want you to do right now, if you can, just explain what fasting is.
1: Okay, so intermittent fasting is also called time restricted eating. So it's really for a set number of hours of every day you do not eat. And when you are not eating your body is in healing mode. And then once those hours are up, you break your fast and then you go into your feeding window. So I, I have been at that time. It was like 966 days. And so it's not that I hadn't eaten for 966 days. It was that for 966 days for a set number of hours, at least 16 hours, I did not eat. Wow. And so that is I, I just love fasting. It is the benefits of it are just Amazing! It's the game changer physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, energetically. It will upgrade your life in every way, shape, or form. I will never stop fasting. I can't imagine what my life would be like if I had not started fasting. That's how I wrote ten books by fasting. That's how <laughs> wrote I fast huh? <laughs> time by fasting because you know what? Your mind, your cognitive function is just ten times increased. You're accessing your um your melanin via a higher secretion of the pineal gland of melanin you're accessing like your god given ashe which is your power you are tapping into um, your dna our melanin rich dna we're tapping into the same knowledge and power of our ancestors the one that built the pyramids so you literally become your superhuman self by fasting
0: wow yeah now wow now you just broke down a lot about fasting yeah so yeah i want to i want to dissect a couple pieces of fasting and then i want to move on to something else because i have a lot of questions for all of the hats you wear today um so regarding fasting um -hmm. i know that when i was listening to you speak you were talking about the health benefits um regarding different diseases different things that it allows your body to naturally fight off um can you share some of those with me because previously i had a couple um A couple of days ago, I had a guest on talking about the benefits of a certain type of eating and how it affects certain diseases. And I want you to kind of share your aspect of how fasting affects diseases as well.
1: Okay, so fasting is the first principle of healing. It's the first principle of medicine. It supersedes any type of diet, like, you know, going vegan, Dr. Sebi, um, macros calorie restriction, calorie counting, fasting supersedes all of that because what it does is that it puts your body in its natural state to repair, to regenerate, to renew. So back in 2013, I was diagnosed with hypertension and I was only 29 years old. And that was a wake-up call to me because hypertension, hypertension, Type 2 diabetes, all types of different cancers, all of that runs in my family. And so, at not even 30, I was already on the road to living that life. And I did not want that to be. <laughs> my future, taking pills back and forth to the doctor. And so what I did back then was I really tried to, I cut back on the amount of food that I ate and the types of food that I ate and started drinking more water. But what really sustained me was when I started fasting and that has kept my blood pressure. I don't have hypertension anymore. In fact, in 2019, I went to get some more life insurance. And so I had to get all this blood work done and all of that. And my insurance agent called and said you have one of the highest health ratings of any of my clients. Wow. And so I attribute that to intermittent fasting. So it will literally reverse every single chronic disease that you suffer from, like every single last one. You name it, if you got it, you start fasting. You start fasting long enough, you do it the right way. You commit to it, you are consistent. You won't have it anymore at all.
0: Wow. Well, I thank you for sharing that because I know a lot of people, one of the things that they all, you know, struggle with, especially post-COVID and, you know, being in a house, didn't have the most healthy foods in the house, didn't have the best eating um, time frame. A lot of people, people call it COVID weight. And um, that is going, you know, that does attribute to disease and things like that. So I wanted you to share that because I wanted to give a perspective of how intermittent fasting does benefit the health. And I know you're a direct testament to that. That's why I wanted to make sure I asked you that question today. So I thank you for that. And I want to jump into another question for you. Now, this question, I have been want to ask you this question for a while. Okay. okay how do you write so many books <laughs> <laughs> aside from the fasting okay I, how do okay. you get so much like how do you get the ideas for so many books because and in, in, let me let me just be very transparent about why I'm asking that I believe that the window of time of your book spans three or four years right yes so I released my point. first
1: book in December 2019
0: so yeah we're in three years
1: right. Yeah, we're at three years.
0: So 10 books in three years. How do you do that?
1: So I first I want to share what my plan is going forward. So my plan is to release a book a month for the next 30 months. So yes. Hmm. So I read an article. I read a book that referenced an article that said that authors, the most successful authors, have a catalog of an average of 28 books. Now mind you, they're not these long novels, they're short reads, mm-hmm. anywhere from 10,000 to 30,000 words. And so that's the goal of what I'm doing because your catalog grows. And then that that's just seems to be like the trajectory of where I'm trying to go as a writer. But I'll, I've been blogging since 2015. Gotcha. I have over 150 articles that I've written from 2015. And so if you take those articles, if you expand on them or you combine them, there you have a book. I have enough material from years ago to transform them into books. So that's why I can do, you know, something like that. Um because I I am a writer, like I've been writing since I was 13. So like, that's literally what I do. I write bios, I write obituaries, I write speeches, like, you know, I was in grad school, so I'm writing papers and stuff like that. So to anyone who you want to be a writer, you want to put books out, you have to write every day. You can't just write, yeah, Yeah. You, you can't write every other day. You can't write every other other week. You can't write you when the mood strikes, you know, you write something every day. If you're just journaling for yourself, write every day. And that's the same thing with any habit, you know, drinking water, fasting, exercise. It's what you do consistently. It's what you do daily. It's what you do habitually. That's going to lead to success. Right which that, means you need discipline yeah and so and a lot of people struggle with that discipline but it's like then you have to ask yourself do I really want it because if you want something bad enough even when you don't feel like it that desire is going to push you to do it
0: right right absolutely now let's just go because I feel like now that you started talking I noticed a couple more things that you left off your list of things that you are so I want to I'm gonna do you have a podcast?
1: <laughs> sort of
0: <laughs> no 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 but you have a podcast right
1: i have i mean i did like one season with 10 episodes and
0: no, you know it's i, hard I can't let keep- you I can't let what? you do this I have to cut you right. off here I can't I can't let you discredit your podcast I complimented you on your podcast and I complimented you on the way your podcast sounds and the quality of the content of your podcast so yes, I want you to talk about your podcast put some respect on your podcast <laughs> name right
1: no, It's okay so listen I know my lane right Mm -hmm. My lane is like books. My lane is fasting. So a podcast, it was just kind of, you know, I read all these books about how to run a successful business or the best way to market. And, you know, the new thing is podcasting. And so I tried it, but it's like my heart's not really in it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I couldn't
0: tell. So now you heard my feelings because I liked it.
1: But, you know, I I think I did what I was doing was I was reading my blog articles. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was good because I was reading stuff that I wrote. So just to get up and talk randomly is Mm -hmm. I could do it, but it's just, I was reading my blog articles and it was something we can't do everything, you know,
0: Right. right. our
1: energy is, is, so that kind of fell by the wayside. I thought about doing it again. I do want to do audio books though.
0: Listen. All right. So check this out. All right. So what's the name of your, all right. I'm not going to, we're not gonna do this, okay? What we're gonna do is gonna tell them. We're gonna tell them the name of the podcast, and they can judge for themselves because I didn't get any of that energy when I was listening.
1: I don't even know um where it is. I don't, it was
0: on Apple Podcasts. I
1: don't. I what's the name even of it?
0: No, I can tell them how to get it. It's okay. Just what's the name of it?
1: No, I don't want them to go to the podcast. Well, you're right. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm being rude. It's the Black Girls Guy.
0: The Black Girls Guide podcast. Yeah. Listen, okay, she say, got stories go on the there.
1: Podcast. I want them to go to the book.
0: Oh, they're going to go there, too. They're going to go there, too. <laughs> they're going to get all of this, all this stuff. All right? So, but listen, listen. All right, let, me, let me tell you something. There's a woman in Buffalo, New York, Um, who I'm not even sure if she's from Buffalo. I never met her in person, aside from grammar school. Her name is Karima Amin. And when she talks, she commands the room. Kathleen is our generation's Krima. i mean and she doesn't even know it so like when i told you that it's captivating it really really is captivating so i wanted to share that with you because i don't get any of that energy from your podcast when you when i hear your podcast i'm like yo i gotta step it up (laughs) i gotta step it up so i'm telling you right now that's not how i i I don't perceive it in any of that energy at all so y'all go check out the black girls guide podcast (laughs) on apple podcast and then y'all come i'll I'll email her let her know and she tripping because this is
1: Well, talk about stepping it up. Look at me. I'm holding my phone. I'm holding a laptop up.
0: My you, arms will
1: be hurting by You're everything. not in your normal setup, so, though. I know. So this is, yeah, okay. I, I need to step it up, too. But no, thank you for that. I appreciate that. I did enjoy it while I was doing it. I So I do want to do audio books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to turn. I think that's dope. Every, it is, because I was... I was trying to do one for my most recent book but it's it's difficult because you reading you might mess up that means you got to start over again Uh, so it's it's daunting
0: (laughs) yeah I did my audio book for my book I haven't released it yet but I had to literally go page by page and then stop the audio and then start the audio on the next page and even doing that I messed up a lot because I know my book so it's like I'm reading it but I already know it so I'm Putting words that aren't there i'm like yo that's not that's not what this is but um yeah but yes but you mentioned you mentioned audiobooks and i want to uh dive into books as well so black girl guide podcast go check it out don't listen to her um we are our worst critics and she just did that to herself just now i'm not gonna let her do it i'm not gonna let her do it and we're gonna rock out with that but when y'all listen to it make sure y'all check out episode four episode four is my favorite and there's a story in episode four that really hit home I'm a girl dad so it hit home for me because I'm like yo I could really when they get a little bit older let them listen to this <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> but um, wow.
0: but no seriously so uh, I thank you for putting that out into the world and you know even if you don't ever go back to it you know that's evergreen that's evergreen content and some people may not want to read a blog they may love the fact that you read your own blog and now they get to consume it a different way. So kudos to you for that, Um, even though you don't want to um, yeah, do. accept the kudos. I do. I accept
1: it. I accept okay, good. it. You're I doing? appreciate it. And I'm going to definitely put that on my list to revisit because I had okay. thought about it. It was on my list. But
0: yeah, it was. I really, really enjoyed so, it. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the next question I have for you is what is your process when writing a book, right? Um, you have physical and you have digital books. Which one do you prefer to write or which one do you you prefer to uh, release and why?
1: I think I prefer eBooks because it's just easier. Um, gotcha. When you do paperback, you have to worry about the front cover, the spine, the back cover, what's the trim size, all of yeah. that. But With eBook, it's much easier to upload it to get it to Kindle or do it from my own website. And so this is what this is my process is that I kind of have like a title. I kind of know what I want to talk about. I kind of know what the topic is going to be. And then I think about what the title. So you have to have a catchy title, something that's gonna grab people's attention and then your subtitle it really needs to tell people why they're gonna buy the book or what they're going to get from it what they're going to learn from it that's important to put in the subtitle like my most recent book is called breathe again a seven-step guide to heal from heartbreak and open your heart to love and so it's based off i was inspired by tony braxton's song breathe again and so but again the title breathe again you know it's not It's not really catchy, catchy, but I really wanted to base it off of the song because that's how I felt. But in the subtitle, I'm telling people exactly what they're going to get by the book. You're going to get a seven step guide to heal from heartbreak and open your heart to love. So if you're heartbroken, you have a failed relationship, you know what you're going to get when you read the book and then a really nice book cover something that's going to like wow you know so I actually went back after I released the book and I changed the book cover because I was like ah, it's not really hidden and so <laughs> I has like an orange background with this beautiful melanated woman with a big afro with butterflies in it she has these sunglasses on and so for me I felt like this is a much better book cover to match the essence of the book so um book cover, book title, subtitle, and then what's, and I felt to mention it, but most important is your content, is your book good, you know, because anybody can write a book, right, it's so, yeah. and, but it's like, you want to have a good book, and you right. want to give your reader something that they will be able to transform themselves, you know, anybody can get information, I, we, there's so much information out there, but what people are really hungry for is transformation. So give them something that they can utilize when they incorporate it in their life. They'll go from point A to point B. Now, see, I write self-help books, so that's my goal. But if you're writing a memoir or you're writing um, a novel, you still have to draw people in. And that means you have to be authentic and vulnerable and transparent in your writing. Excuse me. And then you have to have a good editor. And um, so that's gonna require someone who's gonna do content editing, structural editing, um, then proofreading, you know, make sure that it, you know, the commas are here and the sentence structure is correct. And then also when I with the content structural edit is make sure everything flows right. Like, does it make sense? Am I reading this and then you jump to something else? So that's important as well. And then, um, so it's a very involved process, <laughs> but so, okay. So we got a book title, subtitle. <laughs> we got the cover. You asked. So I'm telling you. I'm people, with it. Like, no, I'm right. If you want to write it. a book, like I'm, I'm, this is what you got to do. Have a, a good story, whatever it is. And then, um, if you're going to do uh, Amazon KDP, mm-hmm. like how I got my book to number one, right?
0: Yeah. That's how what did everybody that? want to
1: know. How That's what I, wanna I know. do it? Okay. So two things. Number one, so I, after I released my book, and it was like a whirlwind, I wanted to go number one. I knew I would, but then it was like, is this really possible? So then after that week, it was just like, wow, I can't believe I actually did it. So I took just like a break from social media, and I started reading my old journal. So I go to my journal from 2020. And 7-9-2020, I wrote down all the things I wanted out of my life and number one was to be debt free which i'm still working on i made some progress number two was to be a best selling author so in july 2020 i wrote down i was going to be a best selling author last year i bought a t-shirt that said future best selling author i made this whole video on facebook I saw about that. yep
0: and
1: now 2022 Yeah, I made this shit happen.
0: Yes, you did. Yes, you celebrate that, man. Go ahead.
1: So that's the first thing I did is like, that was my intention. That was my desire. That's what I wanted. And I worked towards it. And so that's the mindset of getting to number one. But then there's the practicality of it. So Mm -hmm. Amazon, when you do upload your book in KDP, you only get to choose two categories, right? Right. But what they don't tell you is that you can actually choose up to 10 categories to have your book in, How you do right? That? Yes. So what you have to do is you have to send like a help desk support ticket to Amazon customer support, KDP support, and tell them which the other eight categories you want your book to be in so that is what's going to help you get to the number one status but then before you do that you got to figure out what categories do you want your book in so there's like software out there that you can kind of search for different categories but what i did was i searched for books that were similar to the ones that i was going to produce like i'm writing about dating and relationships healing self-help personal transformation so i went through amazon and kind of looked at books and i wrote down you know, I think my book will fit in this category. I think my book will be a good fit in this category. So I sent it to um, Amazon that I wanted my book in an additional eight categories. We get up to ten. So at there too, you have those eight categories. Um, it's important that you pick good categories, and because Amazon has so many categories, that increases your chances of ranking number one in those categories. And also your keywords are going to be very important. So I purchased software called Publisher Rocket and I use that software to you research which categories, uh, which keywords people are searching for the most and you mm-hmm. want to get keywords that have at least a uh, hundred searches and they get at least a thousand dollars in sales. So you do those two things and combine that with a good book a good cover a good title and boom you're oh 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 i also (laughs) i'm sorry if i'm just rambling no i should probably write a book about this right
0: wait let me tell you why i'm making these faces you're not talking too long i'm you know i publish through kdp as well right
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. so
0: that's i'm listening like oh ah
1: right hmm. this is how you do it right
0: yeah 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 absolutely wow I did not know half of the stuff you just said.
1: Right. And I didn't either until, and that's the thing, because my desire was to be a bestselling author. And so what I started doing as I started researching and reading books on how to become a bestselling author, I, and I said, I will go this year to read 52 books this year. So I was like, I'm gonna read a book a month, a book, sorry, a book a week for 2022. I'm at 36 books already. Most of those books were how to publish your book, how to get your book to number one <laughs> uh, selling status, what you need to do. So I did the work. And so I feel so good to like share this information because it took me so many books. Like I was, I have notebooks like, okay, do this, do this, do that, do that step, that step. Because now I can show other people how to do the same thing, you know? Because as a writer, you, oh, you want to go number one. Right, it's like who gets in the NBA and just want to play in the NBA? No, your goal is to get a, a championship in the NFL. Nobody goes to the Olympics to not get a gold medal, right? Nobody writes a book to just let it be whatever. Like, yo, right. you
0: right? Oh, I can't wait for my book to be last place, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. And so, the fact that I figured this out and it's like, okay, this is great, and the fact that you I can add, um, Amazon bestseller to my you know title like I'm not just a writer y'all I got um, Amazon so then that um you add that like it's like a notch in your belt you know
0: right
1: does that and so again it's not it wasn't easy to do but again with those taking those steps you increase Mm -hmm. your but I will say that you know regardless of number one or not if your book is not good you know you want to have you don't want to just put something out because the whole point is you want to establish yourself as an authority in your field Right. right. okay so we went through all of that <laughs> so you got publisher rocket down right? right i did because i for me it was affordable uh-huh. and uh um it was easy to navigate the other software that was suggested it was a little bit more expensive, but I was like, mm-hmm. I can just do this research on my own to what categories I want my book. And so now that I did it once, the goal is like, can I do it a second time? Can I do it a third time? Can I do it a fourth time? How many books can I get to number one?
0: Right. So
1: that's how I got it to number one. So you got your keywords, your categories, book cover, book title, subtitle. Um, oh, yes. I put together a book launch team. A team team. So I sent out, I did like, you know, TikTok, made a video on Facebook, Instagram. I sent out an email to my um, email list. Who wants to be on my book launch team? Um, in exchange for a free copy, you leave a review on, on launch day. So that way, the more um, the more reviews that you get on launch day, Launch day. Yes. Launch day. The greater, like Amazon will put your book in front of people. That's how I, got wow. how I got to a number one new release, is because I got some amazing reviews. Yo, my book launch team came all the way through. I was sitting there. At... <laughs> wait, ain't...
0: wait, 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 wait. So you came in on launch day with reviews. And see, you, okay. See, this is why you have a publishing company now because all the people in your publishing company are about to get the cheat codes this is dope
1: yes and the thing is is that i'm telling everybody exactly what to do but you know what though it's like they ain't gonna do it and not that they won't do it but you ain't gonna be able to do it like i do you gotta come. <laughs> let me show you, so you know how to cook something that your mom made? she told you exactly how to do yes. it and is the same it's like this is nasty
0: but yeah I- it ain't the same <laughs> Not right, the same. right.
1: Um, put together a book launch team now the one book i read is said to try to get a hundred views reviews on launch day i didn't get a hundred but i tried to get as many as i could and so on launch day i had all these reviews it's a 4.9 out of 5 rating i had you know um So, and what I did was, so I got the book launch team together. They got a pre, you know, a copy. And what I did was I had a Zoom meeting uh, the night. second. I had a Zoom meeting the night before launch. So it was like a book club meeting. And so it was great. I got the ladies together. We talked about the book. They told me what they enjoyed about it. And then I sent out an email the next day. Ladies, here's the link. Don't forget to leave your review. And what I'm doing is that I, I just felt so, I'm so grateful the-, the ladies and I, they don't know it yet. Well, they kind of know it. We're going to do an anthology. All of us. Really? There, first, I'm going to put it together. I have this vision of releasing it on Black History Month. However many ladies come together, something about, we all got a story. Everybody that was in my book launch, we all got a story. We have all been through some things. There's things that we wish our former selves knew. And so we're gonna tell that those stories. And so everybody, we are gonna get to number one status. So all those ladies on the book launch team are going to be Amazon number one best-selling authors. And and not that that's everybody's goal, but it don't matter because you still say, "Look, I wrote a book that went number one." (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm 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 I want to be in that (laughs) group.
1: You want to be?
0: I want to be that group of ladies that go best, and I'll just I'm just playing, I'm just playing.
1: You could put it. You could get like a group of men together, like to tell story, like I don't know what young boys need to know, young black men growing up in America. New then that you know, now you know, something like it could do the, the same type of thing.
0: Something. Yeah, see, see, what I'm what I'm uh, what I'm grateful for is that you did you did this research, right? But you didn't get like selfish with it, you shared the information and you kind of shared a lot. And so, I'm glad that this is recorded because then I can go back and like clip certain pieces of this and share certain pieces of this because there are a lot of authors right now, like authors are on the rise again, like something happens whenever there's a pandemic, right? Every single time there's a pandemic, there's a renaissance right after. And so we're in that renaissance for COVID. So authors are on the rise, right? Um, Pure music is is starting to come back. Love is starting to make a comeback. And all these things are making a comeback, which are typical of a time frame such as this. And so I'm glad that you and I are spearheading, you know, in our lanes of these resurgences because I would hate for the Renaissance to be led by the people who had their hands on it before COVID.
1: <laughs> you know, that's another thing too, is that um speaking of like Renaissance, shout out to Beyonce for putting out that album. That's like my theme music for the next <laughs> year. But um that's why I started my own mm. publicity because To go the traditional route means you go the traditional way and there's nothing traditional about me other than the way i am with my family um i'm traditionally that way but i'm radical in every word and everything that i write and do is so that black women could take their rightful place as self-healers, healers healers of our community, healers of our men, the leaders of our children. And you know, the powers that be, the white men don't wanna see that happen. So why would you put me on when I'm trying to put other black women on to put you down? So I was like, I'm gonna do it this way. And it's gonna be like self-help for black women. Radical self help, not only that spiritual bypassing stuff, where you know, a lot of the self help books for black women I see it's like affirmations, this workbook, this workbook, that and that's cool, but no, we need to do deep, deep work so that we can really transform and transition out of our trauma induced states and really embrace the glorious healing that awaits us. So I'm here to say, we gonna do this tough work, but it's gonna be so worth it. And the thing is, is that it's within us, it's within you. All I do, the only thing I do is just like, click that light switch on inside of you. That's all my books do. And you do the rest. I offer just like little whispering in your ear, girl, you don't remember who you are. You you can do this, you can do that. So that's what it's all about. And of course I watch, the whole point is that I learn and I share and teach others. That's the, why would I keep it for myself? You know, it took, right. and the thing is, is that every, all these books I'm reading are written by white people. And not that it's anything wrong with that. I'll learn from anybody, but it's like, there's not anybody I haven't found it. That looks like me who's telling me how to get to these places. So what I'm doing is I'm taking the stuff that they're saying and I'm kind of repurposing it so that People who look like me will look at me and be like, "Oh yeah, I can go to her and get." She know that, you know, or somebody who knows that.
0: So I have another question for you, and this is kind of taking us off of the author topic a little bit and putting us in the space of what you do as far as healing goes, right? So you spoke about healing, and in the beginning, you introduce yourself as a healer. Um, I want you to give a little bit of background about the history of healing, right? Give a little background about what made you get into that. What made you understand that that was important for you and how that's impacted you and the people around you?
1: Well, it goes for me, the history goes back to the slave quarters, you know, where we did for ourselves. we, We were on our own. If someone was sick, if someone was ill, if something was bothering someone, they had some type of issue, some type of problem. They would go to the medicine man, the medicine woman, the elder, someone who had knowledge of how to correct the problem, or you do this and that'll be okay. And so that's something that has always been in our community. There have always been individuals who have been designated as like the community healer, the person you go to um, when something is wrong and talk to them or they give you some type of Tea or herb or something, and you're better. It's with what happened is that when slavery ended, and you know, we kind of got more immersed into white society and white culture, and then you have the civil rights going even further um, into the present. And we have the civil rights, and, and we kind of lost contact with that innate ability to heal, with the um, look in to search for answers. And now we have access to white doctors, white hospitals, um, Western modern medicine. And we tend to go that route as opposed to the old way where we did everything ourselves. And so that's how for me, healing is just more so remembering who you are at the DNA level, remembering your roots, honoring your ancestors, and knowing that the answers are always there within. You just have to learn to silence the noise and trust your intuition and trust your highest truth and trust that you know what to do for yourself.
0: I like that. I got that and I and I understand, I understand But I want to make sure that other people understand like the, you know, the origin of what that concept of healer and where that comes from for you. Right. I know that you're very big on understanding ancestral concepts and different things that they've understood or where they're from. You know, I know that you really, really, really represent. For those who came before you and those who are going to come after you, that's a big part of everything that you do. So, you know, I definitely wanted you to speak on that because a lot of people don't understand when they hear the term healer now, you know, if they're not familiar with where we've come from or what we've been through or what we were prior, it may sound like some new school stuff. And this is nothing new school about it. This is the oldest of the oldest ways that things were done because, you know, it was taught out from. Us not talk to us,
1: right? Right. I always tell this story all the time. Um, my my mother, she was um, an infant. She was diagnosed with spinal meningitis, and they said that she, if she survived, she wouldn't able be able to walk, talk, any of that. And so, what my great grandmother did is she got my grandmother and some of the other women at the church, and he went on a three day fast for my mother's healing, and. I always tell everybody my mother she don't shut her mouth like she always running her mouth so there goes that doctor's report that's a healer you know that's healing that's going within that's going you know using the power and you know we grew if you grew up in a church then you don't, you know somebody to lay hands on somebody and a miracle was performed because that's who we are you know we have this connection to higher power whatever that maybe to, you know, anybody, not to just say God, but whatever you believe, but as, a, as Black people, we have that innate connection, and right. so it happened to it, and I and I always think of that story as just inspiration of the power that we have, that, you know, you can fast, you can pray, and all of a sudden, a miracle, right. did I and you did something, and now it's a totally different story, mm-hmm. and so I th- all have stories like that in our family line or if you were sick and your grandmother said here drink this and what is it boy shut up just just drink it just (laughs) then all of a sudden better and you wonder so it's that's who we are and you know once we get back to that we'll we'll be okay
0: I I thank you for sharing that and I I thank you for sharing that story about your mother because I feel like We are in a time frame now where everything is being retaught, but it's not being retaught in the way it originally looked. And so, you know, uh, I have a lot of people from both sides that are, you know, viewers of this show. But there's a lot of things that even, you know, some of the people who are not Black will watch the show and learn and say hey I didn't know this came from this place I didn't know this came from that place you know uh before it became this show I had you want to have other people on and I got a lot of feedback about the episodes where this information was being shared because they didn't know right you you think that this is something that's new because everything sounds new and trendy when you talk about it, right? Like crystals, oh, they're new. These things, geodes, oh, they're new. You know, meditation, oh, it's new. No, it's not. It's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years old. And, you know, you talk about wealth and, you know, wealth is new, right? One of the wealthiest people to ever, the wealthiest person to ever walk the planet documented was Mansa Musa, and they still haven't matched that wealth to this day. And he went from every place, every place he went, he he built a temple and a library. So he built a temple that he can pray in, a library he can read books, and he left those temples to be standing. Some of them have been turned into, you know, uh, colleges and things of that nature. Even now they still stand. So, you know, a lot of stuff is available to know if you look for it, right? But some people don't even know where to look because they just think that this is where it started. So I'm glad that you talk about the origin a lot. You talk about, you know, not necessarily getting back to anything, but getting to something, right? Getting to something, getting to a place where this is normal, getting to a place where these things are normal. And I love that because it gives, I don't want to say hope because it just gives enlightenment to certain things that people may not know come from a certain space. So I appreciate that from you.
1: Absolutely. And it's I I feel such uh, like devotion to my ancestors. Like I have my ancestor altar and I will say people, it you know, they're like, oh, that's devil work or, you know, oh, that's that's not you know, that's evil, but it's like, what if a hundred years from now, nobody remembered who you were? Nobody said your name, nobody remembered your sacrifices, your love. And so it's not, we don't worship our ancestors. We just simply say, thank you. You know, thank you for surviving that whip, you know, thank you for just surviving. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for doing whatever you needed to do to keep the family line going and so I like a hundred percent obligated to I always say I'm on an ancestral assignment like this is it's bigger than me you Mm. know so bigger than me and that's why I named my publishing company EBJG Publishing. Um, EB is for my great-grandmother Ethel Bell and JG is for my grandmother Joan Gazarine, because I wanted to honor them in some way because a woman's maternal line is her life force and so how dare i you know do anything and not honor my maternal line and so it's so fitting that the first book i published under evjg publishing went to number one how fitting is that you know
0: um i'd like to say that it was supposed to happen that way (laughs) right so
1: it's and you know my my great, uh, my grandmother on my dad's side, she cleaned white people's houses on Delaware. My grandfather couldn't read; he was illiterate. You know, so by me doing these things, it's like I'm, I'm doing it for them. You know, right. I, I couldn't say I write what they couldn't write. I stand up when they couldn't because they might have lost their life, and so that's right. why down, you know. And yeah. I every single act for what it is because they couldn't. And so by doing that, I honor them and I feel that I'm making them proud. And then I'm also setting an example for my daughter and my niece and for those that'll come after us, you know, and may, you know, three, four generations from now, they'd be like, oh, Mama am She did this and she did that for us. They'll remember my name. You know, they'll have my picture hung up and they'll say well she did this so i know i can do this you know so it's it's bigger than me you know it's bigger than just my dreams and goals it's for them it's for the future it's for our people it's just it's just what i'm you know here to do it's like karmic you know yes you know i what is episode four by the way
0: i'm not gonna go into it right this second um because i got some questions i got some questions for you I got some questions for you and um, you shared a lot of information, but I'm not done getting information out of you. So I got some quick fire questions for you um, right now that I want to ask. So the first question I'm going to ask you and then what I'll do is I'll tag that episode of your show in the, the description for our show. Okay. All right. So first question is, what was the biggest obstacle that you faced when publishing your first book?
1: Finding out how to publish it <laughs> and okay. then market it. Oh, I would say the marketing part was something I really had to learn because I, like most authors thought, oh my gosh, I wrote this great book. I'm done. That is not how it works. Right. You, The marketing part is the hardest part. The writing is the easy part. It's the marketing. It's the getting the book out there that I really had to overcome as a challenge because I don't know if you'll believe it or if your viewers will believe it, but I'm very introverted. I'm very shy. I love people, but I love to be by myself. Like I just, it's, I'm just so to get over that obstacle of like talking about my book and, you know, putting it out there has been a challenge for me personally.
0: Yeah, I I, I believe it because I know you. And <laughs> as soon as the mics are off, this is a different person, completely <laughs> different person. Um, super soft spoken, like just it's, it's like such a gentle spirit. But when she starts talking, oh
1: my gosh, uh, don't
0: nah, ain't nothing gentle.
1: <laughs> the ancestors writing, and so that's how I know that that's my passion because I come out of like. I turn into this other person, I just start running my mouth, I don't shut up. You ask me about fasting, I'll talk to you for hours. You ask me about writing books, I'll talk to you for hours about it. But after that, it's like, okay, I need to go recharge. I need to go watch binge watch something on Netflix. But yeah, so the marketing part was, um, and some people, for some writers, it would be the writing part, it would be the editing part. And so my thing is like, if that's your struggle, then I can, you know, I can help you with that part because that's the part I'm good at. I'm she, got, really she got a site for that. Yeah, I got a site for that.
0: <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Uh, my next question to you is if you could, and this one is really deep, so I need you to really, you know, focus on this one. All right. Focus. If you could be any cartoon character from any generation, who would it be and why?
1: a cartoon character
0: absolutely yes
1: i don't even know if they make a cartoon character that i want to be like
0: okay of the ones that (laughs) she was seeing she was like
1: yo you couldn't tell her that she wasn't everything her confidence i i absolutely loved it you couldn't tell her kermit ain't want her And that she wasn't like the flyest, finest thing with that lipstick and those nails and all that stuff like that. (laughs) So I wish I could have that confidence. I'm working on building my confidence up. So I guess I would be her because of her confidence.
0: I've never heard of that. And I think that that's the most interesting one that I've ever heard. So I thank you for that. (laughs) Um, So now my, my next question to you is, and this one is obviously that one was not as serious. I made it seem like it was, but I tricked you. But um, <laughs> so this one is if you could give some advice to someone not necessarily looking to be an author, but someone who's looking to venture off into a space that they've not been into, uh, turning over a new leaf, building a new career, something of that nature. What piece of advice would you give somebody?
1: I would say don't tell anybody what you want to do. Because people to no fault of their own will limit you based on not what they think is possible for you but what they think is possible for themselves so you might say oh you know i and i've made that mistake even telling my family and i know that they believe in me i know that they want the best for me but they don't think that is possible and now, and that's because of their limited thinking and and not judging their thinking at all. But I would say, don't tell anyone, just do it. Work it quietly, look for people who are doing what you're doing, look for mentors, read every single thing that you can on that topic, every Google article, every blog article, every book, if that's what you wanna do, don't tell anybody and just go for it. And, don't let your desire die you know Ooh. i said if i never if nobody ever read nothing i wrote i would still write to the day i die because that's just what i am that's just what i do so if it's who you are if it's what you do you do it even if the odds are not in your favor and that is actually what's going to make you successful <laughs> cuz i read something that said you know It doesn't matter how many times you fail. You only have to get it right once. Right. You know, so that that would be my advice to someone who just has a dream, has a goal. Don't tell nobody. (laughs) Learn every master it, become an expert in whatever it is that you're trying to do. Expert status. People are lazy and people are mediocre and people are okay with being average and so if you could get to that expert status you will be better than at least 90 percent of the people that's in that field I always tell people just uh, not people but I tell my daughter too I was like all you gotta do is do what everybody else do the opposite of what everybody else is doing most people they don't try hard at anything if you just try a little bit harder than everybody else you'll be better than them so Get that. Ex- don't tell anybody. Get that expert status by reading, learning, mastering that subject. And then don't ever give up on it. If that's what you want to do, do it no matter what. And by you doing it, no matter what is you are going to come out on top.
0: But well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate life hack of <laughs> being <laughs> successful right there. You oh, my don't gosh. Mean-
1: that's a great book title, actually. What? It, the ultimate life hack. Like and then see this is how you come up with books like me, the ultimate life has hack six steps to be, you know, what da da da, da or three, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I definitely want to be a what-da-da-da. I've been trying to be a what-da-da-da for mad <laughs> long and it has not worked for me. <laughs>
1: you know what? You is Crazy. <laughs> all types of
0: crazy. All right, all right, all right, I'm right, right, bad. I'm sorry. I won't be an editor to that. But listen, so check this out. Right now, I want you to go on a ramble, right? Okay. Like two-minute ramble. I want people to know how they can find you, where they can find your books, where they can find your publishing company, where they can check out your blogs. I want you to just let them know, and then that way they know how to find you.
1: Okay, so this is what I'm gonna do. It just came to me now. So For all your viewers, email me, contact at melaninrichwellness.com, okay? Put in the subject line, The Emery Show, and then in the body, tell me what I can do for you. If you want a free copy of my books, let me know. If you want a free 30-minute session, let me know. Let me know what I can do for you, what you need. If you need a breakdown of how I got to bestseller status, email me, let me know. you got to put it in the subject line, the Emory show show, or else I'm not going to respond. So that is my free offer, my free gift to your viewers that you can, whatever you want from me, it's a one-time offer. (laughs) Contact (laughs) at melaninrichwellness.com.
0: Wow. Okay. I like that. Now, what about now? Wait, first of all, let me stop and be appreciative of that because that's dope, right? Um, and okay. <laughs> I I think that that's amazing. And now I'm gonna make every guest. You just set the precedent. Now everybody gotta do it. <laughs> but um, so contact that melanin dot and you wanna make sure you put the Emory show in the subject line put in what you want, you know, what information you need or what, you know,
1: uh, whatever expertise,
0: how she can support you. Absolutely. You said it way better. See, and so what I want you to do now though, right. Mm -hmm. How can they just be a fan? How can they be a fly on the wall and all the things you're doing and building? Where can they check out the website? I know the website, but they don't know the website. How can they check out the fasting? How can they check out the books? Um, What's the title of the most recent book? I know you said Breathe Again on Amazon, but I want you to tell them where you exist online.
1: Okay, so my website is melaninrichwellness.com. And on Instagram, it's at melaninrichwellness. And really the best way you can support is to grab your freebies. I got 16 free eBooks on my website. Grab your freebies. Um I want to be of service. I want to give as much content, free content, as I can, you know. And when it comes to customers, you have to build a relationship. There has to be reciprocity, you know. There's so many people saying, "Buy this, buy that," and yes, I do want you to buy, but more than anything, I want you to check out what's what is free that you can get, that you can gain from, that you can learn, because the people I I, I find so much free stuff online, free content that people offer. And it's just a blessing, you know? And so I want to do the same. So you can, you know, find me, go to the website, grab your freebies. If you want to buy something, buy it, but also grab your freebies and let me know how I can support you. Because I really stumbled upon like a gem on how to get to this bestseller status. And it's like, what if... (laughs)
0: Yeah, we're going to have lots of conversations after and, this is over. <laughs> and
1: it's like how many people can get to, you know, this status as well? And so it's just, I think it's just an amazing opportunity. And it's made me so happy. And also, like, with fasting and just the different things that I do, I've just, I've leveled up in a way. And it's like, it feels so good coming from such a troubled state, I'll say. And to be in this space and it's like, is this real? Did I Am I really like feeling this happy? Not that things are perfect, you know, but it's just this peace that I have. And I know it's because I did the work and it right. took years to get there. And it's just like, I want everybody to feel this way because it feels good and you can do it. And that's the best part is that they can do it. It's, it's possible, it's possible. So that's really what I want and I also want to thank you for having me on and also congratulations on everything that you're doing so you let me know how I can support you too
0: we're gonna talk because we we, <laughs> we this is long overdue for us to be of so we need to get back in the room together because that's something that we really have talked about and I think there's a lot of collaboration to come out of that so we're going to make that happen very soon so be on the yeah. lookout for something extremely dope from the two of us together
1: Definitely.
0: So Definitely. everybody, I know y'all got an full. I know y'all got a heart full. I know you got a mindful. I know y'all mind is running a million miles per hour right now because you want to go be an author and a healer. And there's so many things we need to talk about. <laughs> I might have to do a part two of this, but I want to thank y'all for sitting through. I want to thank y'all for allowing her to share this platform with you. And like she said, she wants to be of service. So please reach out to her. Please go to the website, support, buy what you can buy get the freebies get the books how often does somebody put their hard earned time into something their hard time into something and then say hey it's free like some people do but an actual book that you can just go and grab and get some information and change your life like come on man that's not common so i want you to take advantage of that situation just don't take advantage of her support right support follow like subscribe all of that good stuff do that with the show as well right here hit the subscribe button if you're watching on youtube follow if you're on um if you're listening on apple Podcasts. just be present but also be of support so i want to thank you um, kathleen for making sure that you took the time out today you know holding the phone up you know Um, she's on the road y'all that's so right now she's not even at home she's on the road and she's doing this making it work so i appreciate you
1: thank you thank you for bearing with me these you know technical difficulties
0: right but i I'm, wish i was oh, recording the beginning where all of the oh stuff no
1: <laughs> you know what you there you go you play too much there you go i'm sorry i apologize
0: <laughs> for, for meaning everything i said you
1: don't I mean it you i meant it mean i meant mean
0: mean it. it i'm okay you're right i don't I didn't.
1: believe it, I don't believe it. <laughs> but no i really do thank you for providing a platform for people um you know like myself like upcoming authors upcoming you know, just it's good. It always feels good to talk about these things because sometimes you feel unheard. Right. You feel like nobody's listening. Are they really hearing me? But I come on here and I get to talk about the things that I love. And it just it makes me feel good. So thank you for providing a platform for, you know, like I said, I've been checking out, you know, your episodes and you've just been having amazing people on the show. And I know when I saw you was posting it, I was like, "Wow, he's got a lot of people," and I didn't know you were doing like the everyday type of thing. So I think that is—they don't awesome. know
0: yet. They don't know yet.
1: Oh my! But it's cool.
0: It's cool. It's okay. Okay,
1: you could just cut this part nah, out.
0: I don't. I'm not cutting nothing.
1: Oh man, they—they they
0: know, but they don't know the full. They don't know the full scope yet. Oh, They'll God. know soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's all good. It's all good.
1: Well, anyways, you doing
0: it? so... <laughs> I appreciate that, and now, um. <laughs> You know, being that 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 unheard voice, I've been in those spaces, right? And and that's really what I wanted to provide is a voice for people who are doing it. That exactly what you said, right? You know, sometimes you're building it, building it, building it for so long, and it's like, all right, where's the platforms to go? Right. This this is that show. This is the place you want to go. I want you to go here. I want you to come here, like back in the day, like yo, go in the Arsenal Hall show, go in the Open show. I want you to come here. I want you yeah. to come here if you're building something amazing. I want you to come here if you are having a groundbreaking idea and you just launched. I want you to come here because I'm going to ask you those questions to get you engaged. I'm going to let people understand what you're building. I want them to, to get to know you. So that's what this is all about. So I appreciate you seeing that vision.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to be sending some people your way. Like, oh, you need I to talk to him. That. You need to get on the show, girl.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got to apply, too. You didn't have you're to right, apply. They exactly. got to apply. <laughs> Right, but um, everybody watching and listening, man, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for being present. And as always, be dope and be good to yourself. But you know how my closing goes. You know the closing, Kathleen.
1: No, I know it's right. be dope. Be dope. I know it's dope. I know.
0: Okay, it's dope. It's dope. All right, so it's be dope and be great. Peace.